Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I feel a little bit lost with only recording two podcasts every single week. Actually, I get so much more time to develop the content and really create it. But I feel like, oh my, what's missing? What am I forgetting? (laughs) Uh, Now, I'm sure either you are a listener here on the podcast where you've just binged every episode, no matter what. I hear that from many of you. And then others of you, I hear you scroll until you find a specific title of an episode that catches your attention. I kind of do the same. There's certain people that I listen to everything they put out, right? I know I'm going to love every little piece of it. And then others where I want to find specific meaty content that's so specific uh, to me. So the title of this show is there's a chance you're saying it all wrong. Now that may have caught your attention. I, I don't share this episode or this phrase, I guess, of the title to be all super legalistic, because I believe that there is room for error in business and you'll still succeed and still be awesome. Um, And I also believe that there are more ways than one to run your business. Now, these next couple examples that I'm going to share with you stories, real life stories that I've experienced, I believe that these stories are going to help you understand exactly what it is that I'm saying and something that you may be able to apply specifically to your life, even with parenting, uh, in marriage, in friendship, uh, but also specifically here in, in business. And these examples that I'll be giving today are things about businesses. So story time. This last week, uh, my kiddos and I were in my hubby, <laughs> were in Florida. And we spent some time with uh, my husband's parents and then had some solo time just as a family. And we really enjoy being able to do both of those things. And every time we have that as a part of our vacation where we get to couple it with like friends or family and then also some solo time, it's like the perfect match uh, for for us. And so we started out with uh, Preston's parents, um, had a really great time with them. And then the last couple of days, we had decided to travel closer to the airport and do some more adventurous things. So we were in Tampa and decided that we were going to head to Adventure Island, which is a water park right there in Tampa. And when we when we got there, um, we we noticed like it's pretty empty, which was kind of crazy and really awesome. Uh, but it was a Monday, right? So a Monday in Florida in April um, is going to be a little less, right? Than less packed um, than something you know, let's say in you know February on a weekend or or whatnot, right? So, anyways, we walk in. Um, And we were excited to see that there was not a lot of people there. Now, what I had anticipated and my kids did not is that more than likely on a slower day, some of the attractions may not be open, right? And of course, uh, we're dealing with this kind of massive, at the time of this recording, we're dealing with kind of this massive 
overhaul in the workforce where uh, places like water parks are, are struggling to find help. So when we walk in, not to my surprise whatsoever, but there was a large sign, a chalkboard sign that had uh, the days rides that were closed. So huge sign up front right away. It says these specific uh, water slides are closed. Now, again, I wasn't surprised. My kids were pretty bummed, right? You can imagine my kids' thoughts as they walked in thinking, oh man, like we're not going to really actually get the full experience of this water park because these specific rides are closed. Now, let me (laughs) share this with you. My kids didn't even know this water park existed the day before. They did not even look at the website before we went. They had no expectation of what they were going to ride. It's not like they had decided, I'm going to go on this one and then that one and then this one, and I can't wait to go here. And when they saw the sign of the names of the rides that were closed, they immediately were bummed. They had no idea what these specific rides were, um, but the idea that they were closed all of a sudden had this like scarcity, sad, like feeling that they were going to completely miss out. Now, the kind of the crazy thing here is that later in the day, so we got there just about when it opened and planned to stay till we it closed. And later in the day, they actually moved some of the staff from one set of slides to another set of slides, which meant those ones now were open and my kids would be able to experience both, all, almost all. But what got stuck in my head was that everything was closed, or not my head, but my kid's head is like, everything is closed. And it was starting to become like a focus of theirs. Now they had a blast. Don't get me wrong. It's not the only thing that they talked about, but it got brought up. And I actually had to share the reality with them to tell them, you guys, almost all of the rides are open. And when we kind of analyzed it, there was a section of rides that had never yet ever, ever, ever been open. They were still being built. And so therefore no one had ever been on them. And then there were two slides in the end of, by the end of the day that were not, you know, available to, to ride. And when my kids could actually examine them and look at them, they knew that they wouldn't be quote unquote, the funnest uh, ride for them. I don't know that they would even totally enjoyed it. Maybe went down at one time. So if there is something in your business that you're shouting from the rooftops, it might not be the right thing. Now imagine if the park would have had a list of what was open when my kids walked through that door. My kids would have used that as a checklist of what they wanted to go on rather than thinking of what they couldn't. And guess what, right? You immediately want what you can't have. They didn't even know, like I said, the names of all these rides. Instead, if there would have been a list of here's the, you know, 13 different slides that are open, they would have tore open that little sheet map to see what was open and they would have mapped out where they were going to go first and what they were going to check off. Now, would they have noticed at some point that some of the rides were closed? Of course, but I believe that they would have been more excited of when the next ones would open. 
or, and, or what if they would have actually told us, Hey, these rides are open in the morning, but these ones are going to be open in the afternoon. My kids would have crammed in a bunch of time in the couple of slides that were open only for the first part of the day. Right. And not, and not focused on the ones that weren't open at all. So I know that, um, this is happening in businesses all over. I actually see it commonly, even within doTERRA. So I'm going to share you with you an example that just recently happened in doTERRA. And I was a little bit floored by how some people uh, reacted to this. So we had heard a little bit of rumblings that potentially free shipping was going to be happening. Now that's like the Holy grail of product, right? Because we are competing all the time with companies that can offer free product, right? We, we know we have subscriptions to different things that have uh, free, not free product, but free shipping, right? Um, we know several companies that if you order a certain amount, you get free shipping. And so we're always kind of, uh, you know, um, wanting to, to get to that mark. I know oftentimes my husband will be like, well, if I order an extra $30, I'll save seven. And it's like, well, <laughs> okay. It sort of makes sense. Right. But so I was really excited about this. I was really excited about the fact that we were going to be able to compete with other brands that had free shipping. Now, when it was rolled out to us wellness advocates, it had some more details, of course, that were a part of it. Uh, we were in fact getting free shipping for new orders. So whenever someone came in new and spent a certain amount, hundred PD, which is pretty pretty typical for someone to spend that or more within doTERRA, they would be getting free shipping. Now you may not know this, but our current free shipping at this point was $3 and 99 cents. That was like the lowest rate shipping. And of course went up from there if you wanted your products quicker. So dropping that $4 off was pretty awesome. Right. And the other part that was free shipping was anyone that was on our loyalty rewards program, which about 60% of people that are in doTERRA that order from doTERRA are on our program loyalty program they um, would also be getting free shipping when they ordered on our loyalty program of 100 PV or more. Awesome, right? Like huge, huge win um, when it comes to shipping. And those customers that are either brand new, just getting out of the gate, um, and those people that are on the loyalty program. Also amazing for us wellness advocates to use both of those things as marketing and ways for people to, for us to upsell. So for example, if someone came to me and said, Hey, I really want to get, um, you know, a couple of products, right. Maybe they want like our adaptive product and, um, you know, some skincare stuff and it comes to like 80, 80 PV, which is about equal to dollars, about $80. I'd be like, Hey, you know what? You could add on a serenity oil or even something less than that and be able to get free shipping. And the chance of someone doing that is actually pretty likely. I think you probably can relate to that, right? The other thing is, is for the people that are on our loyalty program, for them to then kind of look around the site and figure out more things that they could check off their list with doTERRA versus ordering it from other, uh, other spots. So 
to me, I looked at this as a win, win, win. Well, there was a second part uh, that was also rolled out to us along with this free shipping that our $3.99 shipping was actually going to be moving back to $6.99. So a difference of $3. So if you weren't a brand new orderer or you weren't on our loyalty program, you would pay now $6.99 versus the old $3.99. So again, $3 change. Now, as you can imagine, a lot of wellness advocates within doTERRA focused on this later part, right? They focused on the second part and they were frustrated uh, that we, our pricing was changing, right? And they were also, I, I heard and read a number of comments that people were frustrated that doTERRA rolled it out like it was free shipping when in reality, there was actually a price increase. And the wild thing is, is this had actually never crossed my mind. I didn't go there first. And I'm not saying I'm like this amazing, wonderful human because of that, but I did focus on the positive part because I knew how positive it would be for our business completely. And the other thing is, is $3, right? To me, I'm thinking that is not a deal breaker on buying product or not buying product. And it once was $6.99 and people had no problem building their business. And eventually that would just become the norm, right? Brand new people coming in would never have known the old price point. It's like anything when prices increase. So these same people, these same wellness advocates that were focused so heavily on this price increase rather than the free shipping, guess what happened to them? Inside of their own communities, they had customers claiming that they were going to stop ordering and that they were frustrated, of course, with doTERRA and that they had been a loyal customer. They should also be able to get a discounted price. I mean, all of the things, right? And it's it's still a little bit mind boggling to me that that would have happened over a $3 increase. Um, and they, they didn't see, right, the idea that, hey, I could get free shipping if I ordered more of my mainstay products from doTERRA, right? The thing is in, in my Facebook group groups and in, in my, you know, texting and any of my marketing, I shared that we had free shipping and nothing else. I had no complaints, no orders being dropped any different than had it in the past. And it honestly was just the opposite. People were ecstatic. I had people sending me messages that were like, this is so awesome. I'm so excited about this wellness advocates and customers alike. And many people in the very first month with this just happened last month, bumped up their orders to get free shipping. And they let me know that they did this to get the free shipping. I know you've done the same. Like, like I said, like my husband's like, Hey, it's $30. I need to spend 30 more dollars to get, you know, save seven or eight or whatever it is. (laughs) So we may think that sharing all the details is just simply being informative. Like, the water park sharing that, Hey, these rides are closed, right? But there is another way to flip that where you are still being transparent. You're still sharing the details. It just has a more positive spin to it. And the thing is, is whatever you focus on that grows, right? Whatever you share is exactly what people are going to focus on. Because in my Facebook groups, I focus on the free shipping. Guess what my people focused on? Free shipping. Because other people focus on the fact that the price was increasing. Guess what their people focus on? They were frustrated, right? As, 
as they they almost should be because of how it was presented to them. Now, you may have some examples within your own business. Is there product out of out of stock? Why are you highlighting that? Is there price increases happening? Why are you highlighting that? Other businesses, bigger businesses, don't highlight that. Like I have no idea when a pair of Nike shoes increases their pricing or uh, gas prices, right? We could talk about that right now if everyone isn't talking about that enough. It's not like you're getting an email or a text message from your local you know, gas station letting you know that the price increased today. It just, it happens and you see it and you acknowledge it and it usually doesn't change what's going on. Now we're focused on the pricing of, of gas because it's all over social media, right? What we focus on grows and what is shared is something that, yeah, people will focus on. So I want you to take a moment and analyze what you are putting out there. Does it make people feel like they're missing out like my kids did, or maybe you're making too big of a deal of something like a $3 increase in shipping. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. And if you were in the camp of focusing on the wrong, I'd love to hear those stories too. Or if you are kind of boggled like myself to think, why would you focus on that? Share it with me. Uh, If you jump over to Instagram and just search Tina Pettis, T-E-N-A Pettis, you can find me anywhere online there. But I love to chat with with you over on the gram. Hope you guys have a great day, a great rest of your week. It's almost to the end. We're almost at the weekend and I'll be back here on Tuesday with another guest with you.